Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. We are back with another banger of an episode. And let's get right into it. Barca fans, are you okay? Once again, Barca fans, are you okay? You're very quiet. As I said, this was happened. I know you're not going to beat Bayern Munich in a minute. You couldn't beat them in the camp, no. I know you weren't going to beat them in a minute, as I said. This is a down average squad. This is not a great squad. It's not a horrible squad. It's a squad that will compete. It's a squad that will win some games. It's a squad that will lose some games. But as far as being competitive, they're not going to do it on a regular basis because they don't have the players to do it. Against Bramanit, they were lackluster. Poor. Showing no character, no effort, no fight. Bramanit just literally really just walked them off the field in both games. In match day one and in match day six. Barca just aren't a quality side anymore. Since Messi left, it's just not the same. Messi basically used to backpack that team, I guess, as best as he could. But now he's gone as a major piece to loss. And it's, it's hard to replace, I get it. But look at Jordi Alba on Wednesday. Hurt again. All PK. All Busquets. All White Boy Eric Garcia. Waste by. Okay, yes, you have Depay. He's a decent player, but he's not a war beater. He's not going to come and give you 20-something, 30-something goals a season to really back partly way Messi did. He's not that kind of player. He's a very solid player, but that's about it. I like Frankie de Jong. I think Frankie de Jong is an excellent midfielder. But look who he's playing around. There's not, not much there. They, they, they're long Griezmann now, which to me was one of the best players. You let, you let go of Griezmann. Okay, fine. Trying to bring up Coutinho. It's not really working out. Dembele on his day when he's fit. Is an excellent player. But you heard the key word there? When he's fit. He's never fit. And when he is fit, he gives you like what? Two, three games and then out hurt again. And he be out for like, it's not like a game or two. He be out for like months. And Sufati, supposed to be the next best thing come out of Barcelona. This kid always hurt also. That's not a good sign. I like Sergio Des. I think he's a good solid little right back. He's not bad. Don't get me wrong. But... He needs more pieces around him. Look, if I'm Barca, <coughs> Tessuigan can stay. The two youngs and the bats can stay. Aurojo and Mengoza can stay. Sergio Nades can stay. Obviously, we keep Pedri. Ricky Puig could stay. The little kid Gabby could stay. The Pai, the young. Uh, Coutinho, maybe. Luke the young, go. Busquets, go. Piquet, go. Eric Garcia, go. Jordi Alba, go. Most of these players just need to go. Because Bar it's like, Barca need money right now. And the bad thing about it is that there's nothing worse than needing money, but then you are in debt. That's the bad part about it. They are in serious debt. So the only thing you can do is sell. That's the only thing you can do. But you see, the thing about Barca, they don't understand it. If you want to sell, it's okay to sell. But you have to sell now your, your quality players. Nobody's going to buy PK at his age or Jordi Alba or um, Dembele as his injury prone. No one wants Luke Young. A lot of these players are not going to get sold. So Barca have to probably go to a whole other season with these same players. So taking a pay cut is cool. But be realistic. Now, if you're selling Frankie De Young or, or Depay, even Fati, as injured as he is, somebody might say invest in Fati. If you're selling these guys, then you, you might make some coin for these guys. But are Barca going to really sell these guys? Probably not. 
because Barcelona already know that they need these guys to, to, to get results. This is the first time in 20 years Barca are in the Europa League. I don't want to say it's embarrassing, but as I said in the last episode, I think that's where Barca should be playing. That's the only truth because they haven't been playing good football this season. Against Benfica, they should have lost in the new camp. Against Espanyol, Espanyol had two chances in, in the end of the game to at least get a point. They missed both chances. And then against Villarreal, okay, Barca were a little better, but Villarreal has been absolutely poor this season. Even though they won yesterday and made it out of the group. But as I said, Barca will give you some good games here and there. But on a consistent basis, like Barca fans being used to with Messi and Iniesta and Javi and Prime and David Villa and Neymar and Suarez. Those days are over with. Because Barca didn't build the right way. They just sold and sold and sold. And they bought heavily. A lot of money for Neymar. A lot of money for Coutinho. A lot of money for Griezmann. And let us out now. Neymar's gone. Continue not performing. Griezmann are all known. So I don't know. I don't know where this club is going. This is this is this is honestly this is worrying times for Barca fans because it's like let's say for instance Barca doesn't win the Europa League, and then let's say for instance they don't get top four in the Champions League. Where would that leave Barca? Because that's money right there. Champions League football and this, this is money. So a question was asked the other day, like they were saying, like, what's more likely, Barca making top four or Barca winning the Europa League? I don't know. Because this team is so inconsistent. It's like, would Javi put all his eggs in one basket? Because he has to. Because you can't keep playing the same players on Thursday and then play the same players on Sunday. Clearly you have to rotate. Yes, it's Europa League and yes, it's not being played right now. And it's not every week. But if I'm Barca... My main focus right now is probably to try and get in the top four to get a Champions League spot because there's no guarantee that they're going to win the Europa League because there are still some quality teams in the Europa League. West Ham is in there. Brian Leverkusen is in there. Napoli is in there. There's a lot of top quality football teams that are in the Europa League that can give Barca a run for their money right now. So maybe he just invest. Maybe he just take the loss. I mean, you will still try, obviously, to win the Europa League. But if you have to pick one, I think they need to just put their mindset to get in top four in La Liga. Because they're not that far off in the top four position. I don't know if they could win the league right now. Because they're very, very inconsistent, as I said. But they need to get that out together. I told them already, like, you could bring in Javi, you could bring in Ronald Koeman, you could bring in Pe- you could bring Pep Guardiola back. It's not going to make a difference to this squad because it's like, a coach can only coach as good as the players are. So basically, I mean, like if you have a great coach, but he has average players or okay players, he's not, he's not going to get the best out of his team because it's like the players he have around him, like, okay, there's a difference. When Pep was at Barca, coaching that Barca team, he had a world class of talent. This team here is not a world class of talent. This team have individuals who are okay and on their day. But... You just can't put individuals with bad players. I think Barca have a lot of bad players they need to get rid of. I don't know why they're still keeping PK. I don't, for the love of me, I don't understand why he's still there in the back line. I don't get it. He's very slow. He's a liability. You can't have him and Busquets in front of one of them. That is, that is bad management. Just take the loss. Rotate these guys. If you have to start some youth players, start them. Raise them from young. 
They can only get better. They can't get worse. They can only get better as, as players. Once they get the experience, the time, the correct coaching, the correct man management, they can only get better. Eventually, as I said, eventually you have to move off from Messi. Eventually you have to move off from, from Piquet and Busquets and Jordi Alba. So we wait till these guys leave to then bring in youngsters or just, for, just throw them into the fire. Like, okay, these guys leave, now it's your turn. You can't do that. You got to gradually bring them in. Give them a little bit of minutes here, a little bit of minutes there. So when Piquet and these guys leave, you guys will be confident enough to take the baton. That's what the same thing with Real Madrid. When I left, I was happy with the squad I had because I was like, you know what, bro? Yes, the best player has left. My main goal score has left. But I still have decent enough, good enough players to fight for trophies. Look, Champions League we made last season, we made the semifinals and lost to Chelsea, who eventually won the tournament. I think the year before that, we actually won La Liga without CR. So at least my team is competing for these trophies. This is what I was saying to Barca. You need to, you need to start building. You can't wait till, till the, 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 the prince of the team left, like Messi, and then you start panicking, what do we do? No, look, you're in debt. So you can't even buy anybody in January if you really want to. Like, who are you going to buy in January? I saw an article today with Raiola saying his client, Erlen Haaland, might be going to Bayern. I think it's Bayern, Real Madrid, Barca, and somebody. But I don't know if it's Man City, I think. And I'm like, let, let's be realistic. He's not going Barca. Barca can't afford his wages. So Barca is out of the running. Unless Barca sell a lot of players. And if even Barca sell a lot of players, that's making it for the depth they're in. And I don't want to see Erlen Haaland going there right now. Because when he look at his options that he has, I think Barca is on the, oh, those four teams, I think Barca is the fourth team on his options. Because when he look around, he's like, well, okay, this is a prestigious club. Yes, they've won many trophies, yes. But right here now, where is this team going? Is this team going forward? Is this team going backwards? Erlen Haaland wants to win now. He's hungry. He wants to win trophies now. Can he do that at Barca? I don't know, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. As far as Real Madrid go, nine wins in a row. My boys are on fire. I can only hope they keep it up. We have Atletico Madrid on Sunday in the Derby. A win in that game will put us 13 points ahead of Atletico, albeit they have a game played, a game less played, but 13 points against the rivals. And come at the end of the year with the winter break, you would take that. But we aren't playing spectacular football, but we're getting results. That's all they care about. That's all that matters. Yes, eventually you have to play great football. They are playing great here and there. But like even the Inter Milan game, the first half, they was uh okay. They weren't horrible. I think second half they were a little better than Inter. Even though Inter went up to 10 men, but to me they were still a little better in the second half than Inter. Asensio scored a, a world class of a goal. Cross goal was nice too. Once again, the coach didn't rotate the midfield like I thought he would have. Is he going to rotate on Sunday? I doubt it. He seems to be sticking with his midfield trio as he's been winning with them. As I said, he won nine games in a row. So he might play. Not might. I think he will play the midfield trio again with Carvajal at the back. And what can I say about Eddie Militao? Like early in the season, I was having some issues with him. But these past nine games that we have won, he's been my best defender. He literally made it told that we saw 
when we bought and brought to Madrid. This is the military we wanted. And this is the military we're getting. He's been, he has been everywhere. Him and Alibur together as a partnership are actually starting to, to look like a formidable force to me. And then many at left back, is, he has been solid also. My only fear is Carvajal staying fit. That's my only issue. I just need him to stay fit. If he gets rotated a little bit, I won't be mad about that. That's my only fear in my back line. But for the most part, Militao and Alaba has been solid. Casimir has been solid. Modric has played well in these nine wings. My entire team, I don't have any issues right now with my team, the way they played in these nine games. Even Luka Jovic came on against Sociedad and scored a goal. That will have to do his confidence a way of good because that's the first goal he scored in forever. I, I, I honestly was just generally happy for Jovic to get a goal because you could just see the joy and the relief on his face and the guys running to him just congratulating him and, and, and being happy for him like you know like hopefully he's get his confidence going because if he wants to win La Liga we need everyone in peak form and his last two games he's been to me Jovic has been very good in the last two games yes he didn't score against Inter Milan but his hold up play and his ball distribution from the hold-up play, for me, was very, very good. He scored a good goal against Sociedad. It was a dangerous, you know, putting a head so low to get the ball. But a lot of players don't do that. But, like, I just show how bad he wanted the goal. And then he set this big goal. He set up Vin Vinicius with. That was a good setup. I like Jovic. He's a good back-to-box back player. He's a good link-up player. He's very, very strong. Just needs confidence. And I get he wasn't getting any play because of the situation with Benzema. Benzema being in such good form. But to me, I saw Carlos saying that he will, like, you know, like, re evaluate Benzema and see if he's going to play him on Sunday against Atletico Madrid. If he isn't 100%, I honestly would not even rush Benzema back, to be honest. Because I believe Jovic can actually get the job done. And that would show some faith in Jovic from the coach if he tells Jovic you know what Benzema he can play but I'm not going to start him I'm not going to force him to play I'm starting you that would put some confidence in Jovic say oh this coach actually believes in me because I believe in him so I won't force Benzema back because we're going to need Benzema for the Champions League and probably later on in the league we're going to need Benzema and speaking of Champions League all possible opponents we can play in the Champions League I mean Chelsea solid team PSG, the front three of, of any defense nightmares. I mean, they aren't really clicking every game, but on their day, you know how that can go. Then we also could play Sporting, Benfica, or Salzburg. As I always tell people, some people be like, oh, well, you know, I want to avoid the big boys. Eventually, you're going to have to play the big boys if you want to win Champions League or compete in Champions League. Whether it's around 16, quarterfinals, group six, whenever it is. So on Monday, FB draw Chelsea or PSG. I just hope the boys go out there, put the best foot forward, give it 100%, and we see how it goes. They believe that we can compete with Chelsea and PSG? Of course, because Chelsea were not playing the best football in the world. Maybe by February they get it together. PSG lacking something, as we spoke in the last episode. Like, yes, the front three is good, but none of the front three are going to get back and defend. And that could be their downfall in the round of 16. If you play a team that actually presses the ball and possesses the ball, then Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar are just going to be out of the game because they're not going to get back and defend. 
And then as far as Sporting, Sporting has been playing good football in Champions League this season. No one thought Salzburg would have got this far, and they're here. And then there's Benfica, who is in Barca group, and Bayern Munich group, and then got out of that group in second. So, all these teams to me are very dangerous in their own way. So, Real Madrid, obviously, would just have to, you know, get it together, play as a team, keep doing what they're doing. I believe Carlo is a very good coach who knows how to manage in this competition, as he's been numerous times. So, for me, it's like, no matter who we get, I just don't want Ramage to get a small team and, like, underestimate them, which I don't think they would do. I don't think they would underestimate any of these teams because they know it's a Champions League and quality teams get to the round of 16. It's not, they're not, these teams are not here by luck. Salzburg and Benfica and Sporting, they're not here by luck. They actually play their heart out to get to the round of 16. And once they're here, they've got to play a big team like Ramage who won the most Champions Leagues. You already know how they're coming. They're coming with like, they're bringing everything at Madrid. All their force, they're bringing at Madrid to get this, these, 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 these two wins or, pro, or, or uh, advance to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. But I believe my boys, me, has I got some play against Sociedad, sorry, against Inter Milan, he got like, what, like 10 minutes? I don't see him ever starting from Madrid again in a competitive game. Maybe in Copa del Rey, but in the league and Champions League, I think it's Vinny and Benzema up top. We all need a midfield trio, and then from there, it's between Rodrigo and Asensio. So, how's that for work now? Is a role player, or unless, God forbid, something happened to Vinicius, like an injury, God forbid, hopefully that doesn't happen, then Hazard might get back in the team. But you just got to keep playing, Hazard. Just do what you always did. Don't complain, train. When you get your chance, take it, show the boss what you can do. Guarantee you. Even if Benzema comes back on Sunday to play African Madrid and stars, I guarantee you, Jovic is going to get some kind of minutes in that game. No matter what. Because the coach knows he saw what Jovic can do and he, he's going to give the kids some more playing time based off of what he saw. Hazard just needs to do the same thing. Just keep quiet, work out, stay fit, don't get overweight, you know. When you go on the, on the football field, show effort, look like, look like you actually want to play football. And then maybe the coach will say, you know what, let me start giving this man some more minutes. You're not going to start, but you're helping the team. You want to win trophies at Madrid, right? This is, your, this, is your, this, is your, this is your dream move to win trophies at Madrid. Well, here you go. You're here now. It's, it's, it's already like, what, like mid-season. So, show us what you can do. That's all us Real Madrid fans ever ask. It's basically to just, just show us what we know you at a hazard are capable of. We've seen it at Chelsea. On numerous occasions. It's not like it was a flu. We know what you can do. Just put in the effort. I don't know if you lost your hunger for football, but you need to get it back. If not, you can be out of Madrid very, very, very fast. Last thing I want to talk about is... The English Premier League. Obviously, we see what happened last week to Chelsea. Losing to West Ham 3 2. Then they draw with Zenit 3 3. So Chelsea are kind of in a, like, in a little bit of a rut right now. I wouldn't say a rut, but they're still competing in top of the league. But they're in a little bit of a, a downfall. I don't know if it's because of players might be tired. I don't know if it's too much rotation. 
I don't know if it's consistency. I don't know what it is. Because we're not, I mean, we're not the only two points off the top of the table. Liverpool with 34, Chelsea 33, City 35. I mean, City for me has been playing the best football probably this season in England. They've been very consistent. Liverpool has been scoring goals, but they have been conceding goals also. They didn't, they, they, they left it late la, last week against, uh, I think it was Wolverhampton Wanderers. They left it late against, no, or what for Wanderers teams? They left it late, and I think it was, I think it was Wolves. Wanderers teams. They left it late against. Then um, Divo Origi scored the winner, but Salah once again is just. Is a is a he's just not slowing down. Scored in the Champions League against AC Milan, assisted the winner against for for Liverpool last week. Is it every single week? Is either he's scoring or assisting? Probably the best player in the world right now. As Benzema's out hurt right now, has Salah probably is the best football player in the world right now, to me. But I'm liking how this this Premier League season is is shaping up. I like it being as competitive, and it's the three best teams in England. And they're all putting together good performances week in and week out. Like you can't predict who's going to win this Premier League. I would like it to stay like this coming to the end of the season. But as I always say, the big thing is going to be when African Cup of Nations come and Salah and Mane got to go. What are Liverpool going to do? Yes, you have Jota. Yes, you have Origi. Yes, you have Minamino. But they're not Mane or Salah. If they could continue to win those games with Mane and Salah out, on international duty, then I think Liverpool have a very good chance. But I just don't see it happening. That is where I see they might, they might fall. That's what I think maybe City might be in prime control to win this league again back to back. Because Pep is the one coach that really rotates his squad and still gets the same outstanding football and outstanding results. No matter if he plays Jack Grealish one game, Sterling the next, Bernardo Silva, oh boy, Bernardo Silva the past few games has been on another planet. He looked like I don't know, like I don't know if a lot of people have seen this side of Bernardo Silva. But he seems he is in some serious form right now. And that's scary for the rest of the league. Because he was even considered one of City's main starters. Like that was like they're doing all this without Kevin De Bruyne. I haven't seen Kevin De Bruyne. I don't think Kevin De Bruyne even played last week or even started last week. So it's like, they're doing this right now without KDB. Cancel has been having a good season. He's playing Sterling off and on. Some games he plays, Sterling, some games he doesn't. Jesus, he's been getting some minutes. He's been, he's been contributing. He just has this, this in, something about Pep. I don't know what it is about Pep. I don't know what he tells his guys. But is it whatever he feeds his guys out or believe in it? Like, they, or everyone plays the same for City. Press. Pass and move, make last minute runs, play the final ball, deadly in the box. There's something about this team. I don't know what it is, but that's the kind of coach every team should, should want. A coach that has an attacking mindset. That's what he has. He's been having that for years since he was at Barca, at Bayern, now at City. But this is shaping up to be a very, very good Premier League season. One could only imagine what was going to happen this weekend. You got to see what Thomas Tuchel going to do. Because obviously, a loss last week. A draw against Zenit. So he's been having a rough patch. 
City play Wolves tomorrow morning. I don't want to say it will be an easy win, but City, they should win that game. Chelsea have a London, they're up against Leeds. Leeds are struggling in the bottom of the league right now. They're not really playing the best football. So I expect Chelsea to win that game at home. And then Liverpool, Aston Villa. Aston Anfield. Steven Gerrard has won three of his last, three of his four games. The coach, he won three or four. So they're coming in in some good form. But this will be his toughest test, obviously, against his old team at Anfield. So we got to wait and see how that goes. But once Salah and start, they always have a chance. But tomorrow, some good games. You have Norwich Man United. That's at, at Carroll Road. Go to see how Ralph Ragnar get along with these with these boys now. I think it's a bit of his well, third game in charge. He had a week to like prepare for this game. I mean, it's Norwich. Like you should be beating Norwich, but then again, my United should have been beating Watford when they lost four one. So you never know with this team. But I think they should get the W tomorrow against Norwich. But it'll be a good. It, it's turned out to be a very good season in the Premier League. I like the competitiveness. I hope it doesn't stop. I hope these teams stay close to one another. Coming on until April, March, April. And then we see from there who's the last team standing. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, have a good day and peace.